The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Thank you so much again for joining me on this amazing Friday. Wherever you are, you're listening in the morning, listening in the evening, listening before you go to bed. Thanks for your time. Uh, guys, we're getting into draft season and uh, you know, super exciting uh, time for Bills fans, obviously, where <laughs> we all want a running back. We all want a cornerback. We're going to get into it, okay? Um, how much cap space do we have? I don't know, right? Uh, how's this going to work out? We'll see. What we do know is that the Buffalo Bills are primed and ready to insert someone out of these first couple of rounds, which is what we're going to talk about today, just rounds one, two, and three, um, and, and, and basically what my picks are for my mock draft, and we're, we're going to break it down a little bit, right? I, I think that we, we have a lot to talk about as far as, you know, who fits the scheme, you know, who fits the mold of what the Buffalo Bills are right now, right? Um, and, and it's going to be interesting to see how Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott go about this and the scouting team because, uh, you know, the Bills have <laughs> been unlucky in the last couple of years being able to try to pick up, you know, those guys that could fall in the second, fall in the third round. And so we get nervous about the first round. <laughs> and, uh, you know, last year we were able to pick up uh, – you know, the ginormous uh, Gregory Russo, which was pretty cool coming out of Miami. And, you know, I, I think this year the Bills are in a really good position to be able to still do well in the first round and have a guy that can, uh, you know, help out. And so who my choice is, we're going to get into that, right? Uh, a couple of things to talk about here, though. Uh, look, Josh Allen, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about this real quick. Guys, I've been getting getting into these cards, right? Uh, trading cards and man Josh Allen's rookie card uh, you ever notice like it's a card uh, that has like fabric in it from you know game uh, game worn jersey all that jazz like $312,000 wowzers um, yeah so now I have been trying to buy every single rookie card I can find of anybody, anybody on the Bills. I saw Trevor, like my buddy texted me. He's like, hey man, you have to get on this Trevor Lawrence card. And I had I wasn't getting connection where I was working at the time on base. And I'm like, okay, like 
I texted him. I was like, I'm, I'm getting into it right now. I'm trying to get to a spot. Like I literally got in my car and it tried to like go around the parking lot to see where I can get connection. And right when I got connection to try to buy this stupid freaking trading card, it went from a $5 bid to an $85 bid. And I'm like, well, there you go. That's, that's just how it is. It's, it's so crazy. Um, I thought that was really neat. And you know, we're, we're, we're in such a different time and age guys, like, uh, a freaking trading card worth that much money. You would think there are more valuable things in the world and on this planet, but there you have it. It's, it's, it's more pure and rich than gold itself. All right. You can buy a Bugatti <laughs> off of someone with that. You you can buy a three-story home in Vegas with that. You can buy a Ford Raptor three times with that. So, uh, you know, if you're out there, you're listening, help a brother out. You know, uh, send me a DM, DM if you got a good good price on a card. I'll take your hands. I'll take it off your hands for, for the low, low. Um, guys, you know, I, I want to get into some poll review here. So, I, you know, I've just been having fun on Twitter, you know, chit-chatting with different people. And, um, you know, it's been interesting to see. So I had a poll here, Brees Hall or Walker the third, Unanimous, 91% Hall, 9% Walker. Um, that was pretty staggering. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like they're both pretty dang good. Um, then I had another here. So uh, Bill's fans will overreact to the Poyer contract like they did about the Diggs contract. Okay. Uh, you guys were 50, 50 on that. Yes. As always was 50, you know, and then no, no, not worried. So, um, interesting, right? We're, we're feeling very conflicted. We're feeling very worried all over again. Stop it. Stop it guys. Stop it. You ever seen that SNL? Stop it. Like you guys are hurting your heads and getting into so much stress. You don't need the bills are fine. Jordan Pori wants to stay a Buffalo bill. He just wants his, he wants his money. And rightfully so. We'll see what happens with the cap next year. You know, we definitely saw a big extension happen this year that uh, allowed teams to start to, you know, go on a little bit of a spending spree. Buffalo Bills in particular definitely did that as well. But look, um, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, I'm not as worried, but I will say, yeah, I am. You know, my, my eyes are peeled upon the situation. I definitely think he's a key part for this defense. And you know, right away when you thought when you talk about big money for players, you, first thing you look at is age, right? First thing you look at all, also is is injury. And um, into his age, into his injury history, you know, Poyer had one big injury come out of Cleveland, but you know he goes into Buffalo, has an amazing career, and you know he deserves his money. How they're going to get it to him, I think that's going to take some time. Maybe we can get him some money on the back end, just like they've been doing with this guaranteed amount, so they can keep these team to keep this team together and cohesive, and um, you know just trusting in the process. Obviously people want money, um, to, to secure their legacy for their families. Totally. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that. You know, um, my wife and I in particular are, you know, we're, we're, we're on the same page with wanting to do that for our family, you know, and, uh, making sure that our son is able to, you know, have that magnificent future, you know, just like a lot of you guys are trying to do out there as well. So it's like, you got to get in these players shoes as like people. I mean, that's what they're trying to do here, guys. <laughs> um, but again, you know, there, there's levels to this as far as, you know, what, what this goes into is, you know, with, with the sales size and him going with Drew Rosenhaus, obviously he means business now. So we'll see, you know, a, a lot to, a lot to be expected, uh, a lot to wait for, um, you know, Tremaine Edmonds name pops up in there. So, but guys, I, I want to talk about three people in my mock draft today. So, uh, again, thank you for listening. Let's hop right into it real quick. And 
So, first round, Buffalo Bills at 25. I am going with Booth Jr. Yes, Henry Booth Jr. Um, look, I, I, I just, from a, from a perspective of number one playmaking ability, and Ant from Cover One <laughs> got on me a little bit on Twitter, uh, basically told me to get out because I did a really cheesy joke. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, he makes he's a he makes big plays in a telephone booth. So, um, look here here here's what here's what I think about the situation at CB two. There's not enough evidence to believe Jackson uh, can bear the load alone at CB two. Levi's absence proves that the coaching staff didn't feel enough security with his play. Finally, before you get speed on offense, you need to be able to handle the speed on defense. And obviously, we're looking at what's happening with Miami. And you need a guy that's going to be able to, you know, hang in there when the going gets tough with, with you know, players being able to, you know, break open on big plays. Look, here, here is what it's going to be really be about with the Dolphins, right? And I bring up CB2 with the Dolphins because of the speed, but also we need to make sure we're cohesive and we're ready for that challenge. Look, Tyreek Hill and, and Waddle are going to be able to do one thing for that, um, you know, offense, and especially with Raheem Mostert, my goodness. They're going to open up the game for Mike Gusecki. And... In the past, we've had really good play against him with Matt Milano, but uh, you know I worry that Dane Jackson will not be up to the challenge when it comes down to being able to cover Waddle consistently. Um, you saw last season Levi Wallace really stepped up, and so we'll see. You know, it's probably going to be one of those things where they're going to force to uh, to you know fit the ball in tight windows. He doesn't have that arm strength. I've said this for years. He does not have the freaking arm strength. He's going to be able to, you know, really work on that RPO and, uh, you know, us having a very strong four-man front is going to be really good. But if there comes a point in time where they're trying to stretch the field and they're running someone straight across, you need a guy that's going to be able to cover. I think Henry Booth Jr. does that. Um, I, you know, I, I really do believe that he fits the scheme really well. Um, you know, that's just where I stand. I think defense, we need to, we need to really stack that up first um, and take a chance at, my second pick here. So running back, Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker. So I, I say either or, right? Because, you know, how far they would fall in which in the past the Bills have had, you know, they felt they fell short. You look at Travis Etienne, right? Before uh they, you know, they, they really wanted to lock that up and they weren't able to do that. And Jacksonville was, you know, they just scooped him up right from underneath them. So um I think the Bills are Looking at that situation uh, with, you know, eyes peeled and you look at what happened with, you know, McKissick going back to Washington. So this is something I think, you know, Brandon Bean definitely has, uh, you know, he has that that chip on his shoulder. And you talk about, you know, having speed, um, having playmaking ability from that position. The Bills have not had that since Josh Allen uh, has been under center. So huge, huge for his development um, as a quarterback in the future because, we want him to become a prolific passer, game in, game out, um, you know, clock manager, protection, you know, relying on those things that a quarterback wants to rely on, his protection, his, you know, his, his, his zone reads, all those things. But if he's constantly having to worry about running the football as much as he is passing the football, I mean, we're going to have a really big issue on our hands. And I think, you know, I, I, I wrestled with this all week, believe me, guys, it's really hard Um to, it was really hard to decide, you know, the first round or the second round. And look, honestly, I, I picked 
the defense because, you know, it's such a bigger void. You know, there's no one else behind Dane Jackson that I trust. Um, whereas at the running back position, you have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss there uh, who were standouts in college at their position. And respectfully, um, you know, so to them. So, I mean, these guys, they get released. They're going to Pittsburgh or they're going to New England or they're going to go to freaking Kansas City. Um, people have a, have an affinity for, for who we have on our team. And believe me, you, they will definitely have an opportunity if they are released from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they're, they're well in their prime. Um, and teams will definitely take a chance on them. So I don't think that the Bills are depleted at the running back position. I just believe that the way the offense, the way that the Bills offense is running, um, you know, it runs straight through Josh Allen. So if you're able to just keep more juice in him week in, week out by having a guy that I mean can literally do exactly what RB1 from the Colts can do. <laughs> I mean, count me in, right? Uh, a game where maybe he can just throttle back a little bit and just you know, focus on the play action and zone and, you know, zone, uh, read passes, things like that, where you're not forcing him to, you know, make the crazy Rogers plays with his arm, which we, you know, we, we know and love those situations with Josh Allen because of what he's capable of. But, um, you talk about needing speed to kill. That's it right there. Um, you know, you look at one thing in particular, since 2020, the Buffalo bills have been in the top three, as far as being a play action, heavy team, this is where you, are able to just keep replicating that with success over and over and over. Get a guy who can make plays. Brees Hall. Let's talk about Brees Hall real quick, right? This guy, I mean, just has an it factor. He can catch the ball out of the backfield one-on-one against people. You ever? I don't know if you guys ever saw that one-handed catch he had. It was phenomenal. Um, breakaway speed. I mean, the guy can just get away and ahead from fast players. It's just, I mean, he's out running cornerbacks and, and safeties like nothing. So, you know, and the game in the NFL is obviously a little bit quicker, but you need a guy who can help you at least stretch the field a little bit more and not just rely on your, on your wide receivers to do that. Um, wide receivers, it takes a little bit sometimes throughout a game for them to figure out how to get separation. Uh, based off of how DBs are playing them, whatever have you, and the routes that they're running. So sometimes having the guy you can dump it off to really starts to open up your offense. And Brees Hall is that kind of guy. And Kenneth Walker, I mean, (laughs) talk about a bruiser. Talk about a guy that is, I believe, fitting the mold of what the future of the NFL is at the running back position. Um, I don't believe it's going to go back to, you know, the Jerome Bettis days, but I definitely do believe that Offenses are understanding and realizing that, yes, we are going to a pass-heavy, whatever, quarterback-driven league, but a lot of games have recently been won in recent years with running backs being able to take over games. You look at Taylor, right? You look at Henry. You look at games that they just literally steamrolled people because you know teams are so small up front. Uh, there aren't guys who are able to really lock it down. Trust me, I've been also... Uh, Pretty, pretty torn about the Jordan Davis situation. If the Bills trade up, I don't know, man. It's it's tough, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at you know what the Buffalo Bills have going here, and I am really of the belief that if they can figure out who can fit the scheme and maybe do what maybe do what Singletary does quicker, maybe do what Zach Moss does more physical and more uh, with that durability factor. Maybe you find what you're looking for. Um, you know, I think the Buffalo Bills were killed over and over again by having to figure out the lineup at the running back position when he had Zach Moss hurt. 
right? When you had Singletary that wasn't able to get, um, you know, to the sideline quick enough to, you know, turn it up field. He would rely heavily on the inside run. And yes, I mean, I, God, I, I hate hating on Singletary because I, I, I'm trying not to, right? And it, look, if, if I'm a team that has a desperate, desperate need at running back, you know, he's an instant fit, instant upgrade um, and, and who can fit basically any scheme. He's a very versatile running back. Do not get me wrong. And man, what he's done for this team has been amazing. Um, it's just, you look at what the Buffalo Bills need to get to the next level, right? Maybe just needs someone a little bit better. And that's what you look at Kenneth Walker, the third, and you look at Brees Hall, um, just all around studs. I'm just wondering if they're going to be able to fall far enough for the Buffalo Bills to get them. Um, a lot of people believe they can, um, I am of the belief that it's going to be one or the other, you know, uh, sometimes teams get desperate and they pull the trigger early and they believe they can find guys later in the draft. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Buffalo bills want to do as far as being able to, um, you know, adapt right, uh, with, with how teams are selecting in front of them. And I don't know if the Buffalo bills would trade up, but, uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, they, they definitely are stacked. As far as picks go, so you wonder if they're going to prioritize guys higher or expect some to fall. So, um, you know, finally, I want to get into this third pick here, round it all up. And also, forgive me, Andrew Booth Jr. <laughs> Been looking at a lot of names um, going back and forth, but I, I didn't want to butcher his name, and I did it several times. But yes, for that first pick, Andrew Booth Jr., obviously in this third pick here. Um, look, guys, I, I really do believe that the Bills need to address the interior um, offensive line here. I think that you look at the age, you look at what's going on here. You know, the bills need to address it. You look at Jamari Salyer, um, out of Georgia. He's a guy that you, you, you know, obviously we have been able to resign several players. Don't get me wrong, but you talk about depth, you talk about size too, right? Versatility as well. Six, four, three um, just a very strong, solid guy that is able to, you know, switch around on the line as well. You talk about depth throughout the year, talk about injury. You talk about a guy who can fit the mold, big guy who's versatile. That's what I'm looking for. Um, you're able to see some of his tape, you know, very balanced, um, very aggressive and a guy that's, I think, you know, can, can really start to fit the mold of what the bills are trying to do, trying to build as well. Uh, you know, in the future, we, we may not be looking, uh, at Mitch Morris there, you know, and you got Roger Saffold at the moment, um, filling, filling, help filling the void too on the offensive line. He's getting up there in age. So bringing a guy in like this, I, I really do think, um, is going to really help establish, uh, you know, we, look, we, we know, right. Playmakers are huge. And if they, there's a guy there, like we need to go after him. Like, look, LaVisca Chenault <laughs> is a great playmaker, but you know, the, the, the entire roster of the Jacksonville Jaguars has so many holes that, He's not able to really showcase what he can do, but still is able to. Uh, but they're not able to really have any success because the trenches are all jacked up. And um, now they're looking at, you know, straight down the barrel of another rebuild or who knows what, especially what a disaster bringing in Doug Peterson. I don't think he was the right choice. So um, you look at, you know, being able to really build in those trenches, guys. Look, this is huge uh, for sustained, sust excuse me, sustained success. Um, and you talk about being able to have the sustainability the trenches are needing to be addressed here. I think the bills did a good job in free agency as far as the defensive line went. Um, and yeah, you, you, you really do wonder, okay, so settle, you know, fill in that void for star, uh, Shaq Lawson, fill in the void for Jerry Hughes. Um, 
and then Mario Addison, you know, getting replaced obviously with uh, Von Miller. It's going to be very interesting. You know, you talk about the trenches, and we're going to get further into that. Hopefully, um, <laughs> I'm starting starting to build this mock, and going into going into the rest of the rounds, uh, we're going to get into that next week, and then as we get closer to the draft, I'm going to give a full, uh, straight up what my picks are. But I really wanted to take some time today to, uh, you know, help break down some ideas about what I've been feeling um, after digesting this, you know, this off season so far. Um, a lot of people are expecting, including, um, you know, uh, Pat McAfee, that this is going to be a very, very wild uh, draft where a lot of trades are going to happen. Um, and and we'll see, right? I mean, a lot of players were picked up in free agency and paid a lot of money. Um, Raiders are one of those teams that, you know, I, I think just pops off. The, they pop off the screen with what they've done and what they're committed to doing. Um, you know, a lot of teams, right? You look at, you know, the Los Angeles Chargers. You knew that was coming. Something, a big splash was going to happen. They're trying to catch Kansas City now. Uh, you know, Miami trying to catch Buffalo, trying to hit them where it hurts by saying, oh, yeah, Tyreek Hill isn't going anywhere. He's actually coming closer. <laughs> so it's going to be very interesting, right? Um, you know, what are these teams looking to do? How are they looking to shake things up? Uh, the draft is going to be uh, an interesting thing. You know, there's a lot of, I mean, just you look at, right? Look at Aiden Hutchinson. Look at, uh, you know, the stars that are coming out of Georgia, uh, just defensive guys that are just absolute behemoths. They're so fast at the point of attack. They get around the football. Like it's, it's going to be so crazy to see how these new age, uh, you know, college players come into the NFL and just shake things up. We're, we're dealing with a new wave of players that are tailored to stop guys like Josh Allen, you know, stop guys like Patrick Mahomes, get pressure quick and often and cover and run four threes, <laughs> you know, all at the same time or four fours, you know, uh, you know, it's at six, five, you know, two seventy. It's insane. Right. Um, but, but this is what we're dealing with right now. This is, this is the new NFL. This is the new age. Um, you know, and, and going back to Andrew Booth, you know, coming out of Clemson, I want to, I want to touch base with that real quick. So not Henry. <laughs> Look, um, we're we're in a situation as Bill Bills fans where we're we're expecting a lot out of the little cap space room um, and 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 mounting on all of the success they've been having as well, right? Uh, it just seems like every year the cap space gets smaller and smaller, although there's more and more opportunity, but there's just so many players on the bills we want to resign. Um, so that's an issue. And then, at the, you know, the drafting situation is like, all right, well, where do we draft and how quickly, right? How quick can these guys get it going and get, you know, planted in the defense, planted in the offense and just develop and get going? I think we would have way more uh, patience if we had believed, right? A lot more promise about Josh Allen early in his career, Versus just, I think going in, going out of the second year, right? Uh, they get a quarterback, Jake Fromm, out of the draft, and they basically put notice on Josh Allen a little bit, kind of you know poking at him like, all right, we, this dude's pretty decent, right? And uh, he's going to back you up. Hint, hint. You need to have a big year. Um, you, you just feel like there's this this process, although it's been a rebuild, it's 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 definitely you you felt the fire behind the situation and, and it's worked. Don't get me wrong, but, um, you start to wonder when is, when are the Buffalo bills going to start maybe slowing down 
the process, right? Is it going to be after a Super Bowl? Or are we going to wait a little bit, you know, commit to young players a little more in in this year, in the next couple of years? And look, we got everyone locked up. Um, I think there just has to be a general understanding with everyone to be like, hey, these guys need time to develop. Gregory Rousseau and, and, and Boogie Basham got so much criticism, and they're rookies. I mean, there are some guys that don't develop into being amazing players until three to four years into their into their career. Um, it takes time, right? And and you know, there is superstar talent out there. I get that, you know, you have that breakaway speed, you have guys that can hit really hard. Um, you know, be, be strong from the point of attack. Um, you look at Tristan Wirfs, right? An offensive lineman is a very unique story going to, going to Tampa of all places with Brady and, and just a superstar at, at the offensive line position. I mean, how can, how can you make that up? Right. You can't, it's, it's, it's one of those things where that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you trying to, uh, you know, just, just, estimate when these guys are going to pop off and do well. Like it, it takes time. Gregory Rousseau was on the number one defense in the NFL last year. And we are still waiting to see what his potential is going to be. So it goes to show you, sometimes you can have all the size, all the speed in the world, be drafted in the first round, but you still may not have that it factor popping out just yet. So maybe with Von Miller coming around, it's going to really be able to, you know, it's like that piece of coal going into the oven, you know, and, and so what I'm getting at here with this guy, you know, at CB2 uh, with Andrew Booth Jr., it's, look, like, give the guy some time to develop. We're expecting him to do absolutely amazing, especially we're so worried because Tredavious White coming off an ACL injury. But if the Buffalo Bills take him, we need to have some patience as fans. Like, take time to understand right let, let's let's do this Husa. don't react respond and and i think that's something that we have to do right uh there's there's a lot going on in the, in the league uh, a lot of change it's good it's exciting but um you know let, let's hang in there let's let's be patient let's understand the process of what's going on and uh it's all going to come together really believe it will I think next year is going to be an amazing year for uh, just just the sport of football. And I'm super excited for it. Now you guys are too. So um, without further ado, guys, thank you again for listening to Buff Hubby, Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Every Friday you can listen to me. Um, to all the first responders and military out there, I salute you. Thank you guys for your service uh, to our country and what you do. Um, there's a select few. I believe it's uh, the percentage as far as I remember looking at it. It's... Uh, one percent or less of the population, uh, you know, do that. So, you know, I, I really say this every week, but I really mean it. Um, I'm one of you guys, but you know, I, I'm not out there doing every job, right? Um, and 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 you know, just I support you. So, thank you so much again, everyone else listening. Uh, Bills fans, hang in there. We're almost there. Draft is come right around the corner, and uh, let's go, Bills.